everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Today, I'm joined by Rick Abbott, the founder and CEO at Lynn Health. Hey, Rick. Hey, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited for us to, to chat, to have you on. Uh, I think we should just kind of kick things off. We, we like to keep these short and sweet for our audience. So it'd be great if you could tell them a little bit about your background, and then we'll talk more about Lynn Health. Yeah. So as you said, uh, currently, I'm the founder and CEO of Lynn Health. Prior to here, I was the VP of Product and Market Solutions at Primera Blue Cross, a 2.6 million life blue plan in the Pacific Northwest. Spent about almost a decade in three startups prior to then. One was called Imagine Health, one was called Castlight, and one was called HDMS. But I actually started my career at the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. So I am 50% blue plan and 50% startup. Love that. And I'm sure I'm having the experiences from both have really helped you in, in this new venture. I can say that both are woven throughout the fabric of this company and how we're approaching the problem that we're trying to solve. Love that. And I think you taking, you know, you had with, with Blue Cross, you had such an established company, big company, right? And then you were able to kind of go through the growth phases of some of the startups. So that's a, that's kind of a rare combination. Usually people are like all startups or all big corporation. They didn't have kind of the, uh, a little of both. So that's super cool. Um, and that, that experience obviously helped you lead into Lynn Health. Can you tell the audience a little bit about what Lynn Health is, why you decided to start it up and how things kind of work today? Yeah. So Lynn Health is less than a year old. We officially came out of stealth mode on December 6th, um, but we basically started the company in Q2. And essentially what we do is we provide uh, services to those who are managing multiple chronic conditions. So we are the convergence of both a clinic and a concierge and advocacy vendor. And what that allows us to do is really wrap ourselves with love, empathy, and compassion around those who are struggling on a day-to-day -day basis to manage multiple chronic conditions. And we do so in a way that I think is differentiating and completely different in the commercial space than anything in existence. And why, you and I were talking a little bit about this earlier, why was there the focus on, uh, I think you said multiple chronic conditions? What, what, what's the significance of that? Yeah. So if you look at the United States population, uh, there are currently 34 million people that are deemed polychronic, those managing multiple chronic conditions. By the end of this decade, there will be 83 million. It is going to grow exponentially in terms of the amount of people who are struggling on a day-to-day -day basis to manage multiple chronic conditions. And right now, if you have one chronic condition, there are a myriad of solutions. For instance, if you have diabetes, I can name 15 different things right now that we can probably... Um, point out in the employer and health plan, health plan space that are offered. But if you manage more than that, one, you are likely on multiple programs, not one that is integrated. And two, they are not coordinating their care in an integrated manner on your behalf. So we really wanted to focus on delivering care that cuts across the entirety of that person's need and really understands them as a whole person, as opposed to one specific condition that happens to be something they carry. And, and can you, can you talk us a, a little through so the, the recent raise, you mentioned it, you said you were, you also were raising capital kind of throughout 2021 before coming out of stealth. Can you talk us through some of maybe the parties that were involved and then kind of maybe take us through where you're going to be focusing a lot of those use of proceeds to continue to grow the company? Yeah. So we actually have one seed funder. It's a VC called Summer. And they came to me uh, early last year and said, if you could do anything in the world, what would you do? 
And my pitch to them was exactly this. I would take everything I possibly could and focus the entirety of my being on supporting those with multiple chronic conditions. And that initial seed was $10 million. Now it was sequenced in a couple different seeds, but overall it was a $10 million seed. And the reason that we felt so strongly about having that aggressive of a number was it allowed us to start to onboard really smart people, mission focused people, clinicians, et cetera, in a relatively short amount of time. Because we were very fortunate within months of actually founding the company, we had clients on both the fortune employer side and the health plan side. So we had to move really aggressively to be able to support them. And that allowed us to be able to do so. It sounds like you have a great partner and investor that's able to help that be the case. The firm and the specific investor are amazing. So we are very, very fortunate. And, and this was someone that reached out, this was a firm that reached out to you? They did. They had seen me present a couple times throughout 2020 about the possibility of virtual care, but not just the possibility of virtual care. What were things going to look like after the pandemic? When we returned to some semblance of normalcy, which seems a little difficult to say in the moment, but when we had to use, for instance, traditional brick and mortar providers, when we had to find a way to take everything we learned from virtual care and apply it to the traditional healthcare system. And I think what we do at Lynn is try to merge the best of both. We are not a virtual only platform. We are virtual first that helps get people to the right place when they need things like specialty care, et cetera. So we're a hybrid model, which I think allows us to be far less abrasive and aggressive with the traditional players in the healthcare system, providers, health plans, et cetera. So if you can quickly talk us through what the significance in your mind is for hybrid. So I, I've had a lot of conversations with people and I, you know, when we talk digital health, we, we only tend to talk about the digital aspect, but you know, really what the future is probably going to look like is that hybrid type model, not, not fully brick and mortar, but not fully just all digital health all the time. Can you talk us through in your mind, kind of as part of your vision, why hybrid was also so important? Absolutely. So one of the things I often highlight is that I am really comfortable with virtual care. I use a couple different entities uh, for the needs of both me and my children. I'm not quite there yet on the virtual surgery. There's probably going to be some things that I do need a brick and mortar for. Things like specialty care, hopefully a lot of that care can be moved upstream into things like primary care. However, some specialty care providers that are brick and mortar are going to need to be utilized. So I think virtual as an optimizer of the total healthcare experience makes a lot of sense, but I don't think we should disintermediate everything and everyone that was part of that traditional healthcare experience too. So our model, we staff things like nurses, behavioral health practitioners, PCPs, social workers, dietitians, pharmacists, but then we find ways where we can handhold with local providers who both understand that community and can deliver uh, in-person care when needed. The other thing I'll highlight is some people do want an in-person physician from a primary care perspective, and we support that too. So again, we didn't want to be dictatorial around what we asked the patient to do. We wanted to build the experience around them and optimize to the extent that we could. Yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting approach. And I, I think you picked the right, uh, I think sometimes it depends on the company, right? But I, sometimes going all in on just digital health or all in on brick and mortar is no longer, it, it depends what you're dealing with, but it, it cannot always be the best solution, right? That hybrid model, you're, you're kind of seeing both sides of the fence. So I like that approach. What's, uh, what's next, Rick, for, for the company from here? So we have our first launch two weeks from today. Um, it is a health plan that we have announced healthcare management administrators in the Pacific Northwest. Um, from there, we have monthly launches of a couple different employers and health plans, and we're sequencing those announcements on things like LinkedIn and press releases. Uh, we're really going to be focused on doing three things. One, demonstrating that patients will engage with us. So this population has been let down and failed by so much of traditional healthcare. We want to make sure that we can demonstrate we're delivering a better experience and that they will engage with us over time. 
Two, obviously, from a clinical perspective, make sure that we're getting people on the right care path based upon the specific conditions they have and ensuring our clinicians are delivering care in a way, again, that is really individualized and personalized. Uh, and then three, just beginning to scale the company. So we want to make sure that both from a Series A perspective and from a technology perspective, we're scaling to be able to meet all of the demand that we're having. And that'll be a real focus in the coming months as we go through our Series A process. Well, I look forward to staying in touch with you and hopefully we can have you come back on the podcast again to kind of talk about some updates and, and see where you're at. Absolutely. But, but again, uh, thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast and sharing your story and giving our audience a little more uh, insight into what's going on with Lynn Health and wish you and the team all the best of luck. Thank you. I appreciate you having me and look forward to being back soon. 